Hi, everybody. It's the Comedy Castle podcast. I'm Joel Fragamani. I'm going to tell you what's going on this week at the Comedy Castle, and you're going to hear from Rocky Laporte. That's why you're here, because you want to hear Rocky Laporte, one of the funniest guys. Great comic, our favorite. You'll hear all about that in the interview, why we love Rocky coming to the club, and his interview's a blast. You got to trust me on that one. Uh, but let's talk about what's going on this week at the Comedy Castle, uh, because as I record this on Tuesday, the 28th of November, it is a Detroit to L.A. competition semifinal. So the second semifinal, and uh, that is at 7.30 p.m., and uh, there are still tickets available for that one. But we're going to have a big we have a big turnout. So don't if you're hearing this and you don't have tickets yet, you should get them. Go on ComedyCastle.com and order you some tickets because it is going to be a big, big turnout tonight for that show. And then tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday, the 29th, Troy Bond appears. That show is completely sold out. So Troy uh, is a young guy. He's 26 years old. Uh, again, one of these guys, mostly famous from TikTok and Instagram, but he has a huge following and he sold that out. So congratulations to Troy. And uh, uh, and then we get uh, Rocky Laporte in for four uh, for three nights. That's uh, Thursday, the 30th. That show, just so you know, if you want to come to the Thursday show, very limited tickets there as we have a uh, a networking event has purchased most of the tickets. But if you want to come on Thursday, I was just on ComedyCastle.com myself clicking around. There are a few spots that have some tickets if you want to come on Thursday at 730 to see Rocky. A couple tickets available on Thursday. And then we got Rocky for four shows over Friday and Saturday, 715 and 945 on Friday, December 1st. And then 7 p.m. and 930 on Saturday. For Rocky Laporte, he's got... Paolo Busignani, another Italian fella, a very funny young man as the feature. And Mark Molig is going to be the MC, another funny comic. Both students of mine. I will always plug that. When my students do well and work at the Comedy Castle, they'll get plugs and, uh, and Rocky. So uh, it's going to be uh, four great shows. And then there's a Sunday show. We're not done. No. The Sunday, December 3rd, more comedy, the Hip Prov charity fundraiser for the Detroit Creativity Project. This is Hip Prov, which is a show that uh, a, a young lady named Tam White has put together. She's a comic and an improviser, and she puts together Hip Prov, which has been at our club a few times. But this one, uh, if you come to the show on Sunday... Uh, tickets, uh, the, the proceeds from the tickets will be to provide a pre-improv program for Detroit public school students. So a pretty good cause and even a better lineup. I mean, listen to that. It's a better lineup. It's, cause is great. The lineup is great. Josh Adams will be appearing, as will uh, the All-Stars champion Heather Sanau, who's hilarious. The last the last hip-prov, Heather Sanau was one of the funniest people I've ever seen in my entire life. She does impressions, and it's fantastic. Uh, a former student of mine. But Heather's great, so you got to come see Heather. Uh, beatboxer Stevie Soul, he's awesome. Michael McDaniels, The Judge, who's another funny comic, because if you see Hip Prop, The Judge gets to be funny, too. And Michael McDaniels, a riot. Uh, Fox 2's Lee Thomas and Alan Longstreet 
are going to be. I, 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 it looks like they're competing. So if you want to see Lee and Allen from Fox 2, they're going to be doing hip prov on Sunday with us. And again, great cause. Come to hip prov on Sunday. It's going to be a great show. And uh, what a week. Happy to have Rocky at the club. Um, another, you know, We just had Zach Martino, one of our favorite guys. Here's another one of our favorite guys. And here's the thing that happens in comedy, because I, I didn't really get to this <clears throat> with Rocky in the interview. Uh, I didn't get to this maybe, but... Um, you know, he's a nice guy and you'll hear that in the interview. He is a nice guy and everyone says nice guy, but in comedy, there's a thing that happens. There's sort of a, I don't want to say if it's a code or how you would describe it, but in comedy, there's sort of a thing that comedians say when, uh, you know, like, like for example, uh, 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 who was, uh, uh, Hey, good to be here. You know, you go to a comedy club as a comic and you go, oh, yeah, who was here last week? Oh, uh, we've got, uh, you know, uh, Stevie Schultz is going to be here next week. And you go, oh, Stevie Schultz, nice guy. And when you say that as nice guy about a comedian and you say they're nice guy, it means they're not funny. That's usually how comics do it. What do you think? Yeah, man, nice guy. Nice guy. You know, it means like if somebody was funny, you go, oh, what do you think of Stevie Schultz? Oh, that guy's a riot. I love him. So funny, you know. So we say nice guy about Rocky, but here's the deal. Rocky's actually hilarious. He's one of the funniest guys. And you'll, you'll hear that in the interview. Let's go over a couple things we talked about before we uh, we play it for you here. Uh, we talked about, uh, you know, uh, what do we got into? He talked about Vegas. He had a funny story about Vegas. I thought that was really good. A lot of stuff about being Italian, immigration. You'll hear... Uh, how my family got to the United States. That's kind of a funny story. Uh, you'll hear about some old comedy castle memories that Rocky's got. You hear about Dick Purton. That comes up. Yeah. Dick Purton. Rocky. They know each other. That was a very important thing that comics did. It was morning radio. You'd come into town and you'd go on a morning show. And if you were lucky and you were playing the Comedy Castle, you could go on the Dick Pert morning show. And if you went on the Dick Pert morning show and you were really funny, you sold a bunch of tickets. And that's how it worked. Now comics come to town, generally speaking, don't do morning radio. That has, I think that has very little to do with the comics. I think it has to do more with the state of morning radio and radio in general. But uh, and, and maybe the radio people will tell you differently, but I'm going to tell you it's more from the radio side. But uh, I mean, it's just so great to hear Rocky. I'm just going to I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Your stories about Tim Allen on this, Ron White, uh, lots of fun stuff. It, this is a fun interview to do, guys. Uh, he's been with us a couple times when Tom interviewed him. But here is me, my first time talking to Rocky Laporte. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is a pleasure to have on the other end of my line, Mr. Rocky Laporte. Rocky, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Joel. How you been, my friend? I'm doing all right. I'm excited to have you at the club this weekend. I love coming up there, man. Detroit, you guys always treated me good. I've been coming there a long time. Yeah, well, you're one of the one of the favorites at the club. I mean, when I say that amongst the staff, you know, I always tell you, I always tell you, Dave, our night manager, you're his favorite guy. 
Oh, that's great. Now we just got to get the audience to like me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm good with the staff. Yeah. yeah. Dave doesn't have to pay to get in. So, you know, that doesn't really help you much. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. It's a holiday weekend. I hope you had a good holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you know what I like about the holidays? Like, like a couple days after like Thanksgiving or Christmas, people, they always invite you over. They go, come on over. We're having leftovers. Right. Do you ever? <laughs> Yeah. Right. Sure. They're like, uh, yeah, come eat the stuff that we're going to throw in the garbage. <laughs> like, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm just trying to get rid of it. You're a garbage disposal for your Pretty relatives. Much. Yeah. But uh, any traveling uh, for the holidays? You go anywhere? Yeah, man. I've been, uh, tra- you know, uh, I was in Vegas and, uh, you know, those magazines they got in the room. Uh, it says they give you helicopter tours at the Grand Canyon. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm not even making this up. Okay. On the bottom, in in fine print, it says equipment may change without notice. <laughs> okay. So uh, we went down there in a '72 Nova. <laughs> Fifteen people. It was supposed to be a helicopter ride, Joel. <laughs> what? what are they trying to pull here? Did y'all chip in for gas? Was that? Yeah. It's like, come on. Oh man. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Vegas, uh, that's cool. I mean, uh, yeah, he's have a good time in Vegas. Yeah, I like it out there, man. And then uh, I was down in, uh, I'm not even making this up. This was last year. I was in Iowa around it. And I'm not even making this up. I was doing a gig at this casino. And it was 34 below zero. <laughs> and the, I called the casino and they go, yeah, we're having a show. And I'm like, and I, and then about I get there and about eighty people showed up and I'm like, how much do you hate your family that you'd rather you know what I mean instead of sitting in a warm house right. you're gonna go outside and risk death? Yeah, they're well that that's your fans right there those eighty people. That's right. That's, that's they right. risk it risk their lives. Uh, yeah, I used to tour and I would do. You've probably done these. I did the the UP casinos in Michigan. Oh yeah, in February. Night. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's oh, people man. wonder why I quit touring uh the country and I was doing those. What do you think a snowmobile up there or sled dogs? Okay. I had to drive, so the run for the run would start in like Sault Ste. Marie and then you'd go to like Marquette and Escanaba. So the whole like east to west across the UP. Uh-huh. And I was it was snowing so bad the one time I left, snowmobiles were passing me. <laughs> in my Oldsmobile. Oh, man. Yeah. And was that a Yoder gig? Uh, no, I don't think oh. it was, although I'm sure he would have been happy to kill the guy who booked it to book it himself. <laughs> no, I, yeah. He booked me on that. Too. I did yeah. that, too, to UP, and then yeah. uh, the last leg of it was at the uh, Arctic Circle. Right. So, uh, right well, there. I remember you would drive past a thing, <laughs> and it was... I want to say, was it was it Santa Claus, Michigan? But it was like it's year round. Oh. It's it's Christmas. Oh, that's in the uh, Frankenmuth. No, no, it's the, not even that. Frankenmuth is cool. It's a big old thing. Yeah. This is yeah. like a little town on the northern edge of like Lake Superior, and it's oh. like it, yeah, it's like Christmas in the UP all year. Oh, I know they got a Santa Claus, Indiana. Okay, but I, didn't, I didn't know they had one in Michigan too. All the all the good places seem to have a <laughs> yeah. Santa Claus town. <laughs> yeah, there was uh yes, yeah, I remember doing all those. We did Canada like when it was real okay. cold. Well, yeah. when's it nice up there? I think it gets up to like 
10 degrees in the summer. Yeah. But uh, it was brutal up there. Yeah. And it was cold in the room, you know, so I go out, put mm. the heat in, I put it on 70. Mm. It's freaking Celsius. <laughs> you know what that is in real life? It's like 4,000 degrees. Sure it is. Um, but yeah, did you, now this is the other thing that's got me this holiday season. And I want to let my loved ones that are listening know, maybe this happened to you that I don't think they're getting anything for Christmas <laughs> because I have spent so much money on myself in the last week. <laughs> Good for you. Would you get a new car? No, but, but you know, they just hit you with all these deals and stuff I can buy and no one's even told me what they want yet. You know, <laughs> yeah, you got like four new TVs. Right, yeah. <laughs> Mm. They, I'm broke. You guys ain't getting that. Yeah. I got 11 grandkids, man. Yeah. I'm, oh, wow. Every Christmas I'm broke, you know, oh, everybody. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, they say, uh, and, and maybe this is true for you or maybe used to be, that this is the best time to be a comedian because you can do the holiday parties. You can go entertain the, the, the work Christmas parties, those kind of things. You do any of those? Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. yeah, those are good. And then I just, we just bought my one grandkid. He just turned 62. We got him his first car, you know. Oh, okay. And uh, it was in the, it was on the hot sheet, but uh, we uh, we painted and changed the VIN numbers, right. you know. Well, that's, that's a, what so, a yeah. good grandpa they have. You yeah, know? we got a good deal. I know a guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> we always Italian. I'm Italian too, you know. Fragamenti, Southern yeah, Italy. We know we know people. That's right. We know, you know this is actually true. We're doing an air force base. It was in uh, Aviano, Italy. Uh-huh. So we took a commercial flight to Rome and we're only in Rome for maybe like an hour because then we had to uh, meet up with military. And then we took a military flight to the base, you know, to mm-hmm. do a show for the troops. So I'm coming out of this cafe and uh, some Australian guy comes up to me. This really happened. Yeah. And, uh, I guess he thought I was from Rome because he, he goes, uh, did I ever tell you this? No, I've never heard this story. Yeah. So he's like, uh, he's like, Hey mate, like, can you tell me where this, uh, he was asking me where the cafe was, you know? <laughs> and I just said, uh, go, go down to the end of the street and then go left and you'll see it right there. Okay. And he goes, uh, he goes, you talk uh, fairly good English. <laughs> I'm like, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> And he laughed and he walked away and it didn't even like, I'm like, this is the only language I know. Yeah. And it wasn't even like it was good English. It was just yeah. like passable. It was like fairly good, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. The, well, I'm going to kill this guy. Well, Australians, they're, they're, I have, you know, some of my relatives left Italy and went to Australia. Oh, a lot of Italians yeah, went to that's Australia. What they, do. they either came to, right after World War II, they went to America. Some of them went to Canada. Some of them went to Australia. Yeah, I've you know what's interesting people. in Canada? A lot of the Italians when I, I was up, you know, like I'm like second generation. Well, they're yeah. first like their parents came over in the 60s mm-hmm. and the kids like our age, they speak Italian and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like they're. Yeah, my dad came over on a boat when he was eight years old. Holy cow. Yeah. If you go to that, uh, what's that? Um, Ancestry.com. Yeah. I found my grandparents, they left Italy. Uh, they had the name of it. I think it was the Luxembourg. It was a German okay. ship in 1915. Mm-hmm. 
and it, it has them on the passenger list, their wow. names. Yeah. Yeah, you, you should. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I did that. I went to Ellis Island when I was oh, in did New you York really? City. And I looked up my last name. It turns out my family went through Canada and they ended up oh. in Detroit. They they went to Canada and then just looked around and said, we'll keep going. What's next? Oh, Detroit. We'll stay there. But uh, <laughs> I did find the first Fragamani in America at Ellis Island, though. I forget oh, what year right? it was. Yeah, I got. I took a picture of it. You can you can look at you can do it online. But if you go to Ellis Island, there's a whole museum, and you can look stuff up. On oh, I'd love to do neat. that, man. Yeah, it's kind of neat. I was, I was dating this girl for like about two weeks, and she was, "Hey, why don't you take me to Italy?" Like, and after two, I'm like, "Listen, why don't we just? I'll take you to the Olive Garden. We'll see how that goes." <laughs> Italians don't go in Olive Garden. No, like, usually. no real Italians going to that joint. Okay, so I don't, and I hadn't. I, I'm going to confess, as a first-generation American, you know, Italian on my dad's side, that okay. the current the girl that I'm dating now really liked Olive Garden. And oh. so we've gone, I think, twice in our relationship. And she goes, this really isn't bad. It'll be good. And and you know what? It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Like, the food was fine. But it also was, you know, the whole thing is just not an Italian Joel, restaurant. Listen, <laughs> I'm your buddy. You, you are. got a dumper. You got to get rid of. <laughs> All right. This is bad news. All right. Let me let me patch her in. I'll, let me give her a buzz. And you tell her. How's that going? I'll break the news. <laughs> yeah, you tell her. This girl, she's in the 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 guy comes over. He goes. He asks her if she she goes. He goes. Would you like some wine? And she goes. I'll have a large. Like she's ordering a Slurpee. <laughs> He's talking about red or white, you admit. Wait. Are you, I don't no, know. I, I didn't, you having luck with the ladies? I last time I saw you, you were single and you were you're looking and meeting girls. No, I'm single, single again. Still, it's yeah. Uh, this one was crazy. She was yeah. she's going, Are you cheating on me? I'm like, Yeah, that's that's what I want. Two people telling me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> You know, she tells me when she goes, hey, she goes, how about I make you breakfast in my underwear? And I'm like, why don't you just choose a frying pan like normal people? <laughs> I can hear people buying tickets right now. To the <laughs> but let's talk about the club, because I don't know. You know, we are going into our 45th year, I believe. Next wow. Year. And uh, yeah, what is your what is your is it 45, 44? I think it's maybe 44 next year. 79. I'm not great at math. So when did yeah, you first yeah. come to Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle? Oh, man. It was in the 80s, like 80. Mm. I remember I was there on the roof of the, we were on the roof of the one, I think it was the radio station when they blew up that Hudson. Oh, department. okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That was a big deal. You remember that? Yeah, it was a big deal here. Yeah, and I I thought you guys just blew stuff up on around <laughs> Halloween, but uh, it was like in the middle of summer. I so think. That was, this is what you you probably don't know this, but they they destroyed that building in the eighties, and I'm uh -huh. not kidding you right now. The building that is replacing it is half built downtown. Is that right? They started a few years ago, finally putting something where that uh -huh. building was. I Holy cow! Isn't that crazy? I think, what was it? A parking lot? All those years? I think it was just. I think it was just empty, like it was just a leveled lot, kind of. I think I'm oh. trying to. Yeah, it was. It's anyway. Yeah. I think we were doing Dick Purton show, yeah, and then we went up to the roof of the building. Because I remember his one daughter was uh, a reporter on TV, yeah. and when that thing, you could just see all. It looked like a monster yeah. coming down the yeah. street. You remember all that smoke that. and yeah. stuff was rolling? Yeah, Joanne, she's still around. 
Oh, yeah. yeah I saw Jackie last time I was there. Okay, yeah, Jackie. And uh, let's see. I saw Joanne because she hosts morning radio. And I yeah. went there with a different comic. Yeah, we went and uh, did that show. They're good people, yeah, man. Yeah, very much so. Dick's, uh, and I, you know, I, as a kid, I listened to Dick Purton in the car with my parents every morning, you know, oh. driving to school or whatever. And so finally to get to meet him was really cool for me, you know. Yeah, he's a legend, man. Yeah. You know, everybody loved him. Yeah, he was great. I did a couple of those shows. We did yeah. those fun, uh, sure. wasn't it for his wife, right? Yeah, the, well, it's the, he does not have Salvation Army uh, Radiothon. And there's a oh, big okay. show at the Comedy Castle for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did one of the shows that he did okay. at the theater. We did oh, a couple. Okay. Oh. You know what I'm talking about, it's right? Before my time, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're but good that, people, though. Yeah, they're great people. Legends in Detroit. And, and oh, absolutely. Everybody, every, if you're of a certain age, everybody knows who Dick Burton is. Famous yep. people in, in town. Um, yep. And then I was I was doing research on you, uh, too, because, you know, I've known you for a long time, but looking up other things. And I, I saw it's on your Instagram, the episode of Cheers you were on. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah tell us about that. How do you get that? And what's it like to tape that? Uh, you, you know, so I was just starting out. I think yeah. I was only doing comedy a year or two. Yeah. And I went for the audition and then uh, the manager I had at the time, he goes, you know, you didn't get it. Right. And I go, I don't know. So then they <laughs> call me about an hour later. They go, Hey, go to wardrobe. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I had more lines in there that were really funny. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I don't want to bad talk to anybody, but you know, this is what I heard. Like there was some lines I had that you actually, I actually had to wait cause I was getting some big laughs from the audience, <laughs> right, yeah. you know? Right, and then uh, I heard uh, Ted dancing. Like, if an extra gets a lot of laughs, he has it cut out. You know, <laughs> I was like, "Oh man!" Oh, but man. the the great thing was, uh, I, you know, you get to work with them all week. You rehearse yeah. all week, and then they bring in a live studio audience. Mm -hmm. And man, it was great. You know, I I got to meet all those. They were just great to me. Um, that Cliff Clavin, yeah, the mailman, yeah. John Ratz, he was great. Mm -hmm. I think he's from, isn't he from Michigan? I think he's he might, might be, be yeah. Ratzenberger's from Michigan. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And every, and you know, Kirstie Alley, you know, she, she kept calling me all the time, wanting to go out. I'm like, God, I'm married. I can't, you know. Yeah. She had <laughs> you know a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, Good I got stuff to do. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great credit, man. That's unbelievable. I mean, what a yeah, legendary was, show. Yeah. And then the the closest uh, I ever came uh, to, so I go out, fly out to L.A. for this audition. It was for a movie, and uh, they really liked me, so they fly me out again. And then, you know, every time you go up, you meet the casting people, then the director and the producers and blah, 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 and then, you know, the studio. So I went out like three or four times, and they go, man. They go, all right, we're going to be honest with you here. They go, it's between you and another guy. And they didn't want to take a chance on me at the time because I was an unknown. They go, but you're perfect for this part. And they go, the other guy is shooting a movie. And if it don't wrap up by the time we start this movie, you'll, you'll get the role. Well, the other guy was shooting uh, Home Alone 2. <laughs> and the movie I was going to get, it was my cousin Vinny. Oh, wow. I was going to have Joe Pesci's part. Really? Yeah. And he was Incredible. doing Home Alone. And if they didn't finish wrapping up that movie in time, I would I would have had that part. And uh, I would have been married to Marissa Tomei. And <laughs> 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 my 
My life would have been the whole different it, thing. It would have. You, you get close and you go, you know, this could have been my yeah, thing. Like, but we've had a great career, though. Come on. You're a legend. Uh, uh, well, thank you. very kind of you. I know you. And that. And I did the tonight. I got a standing ovation on tonight. Oh, show. That's that was uh, yeah. that made me proud. You know, like that was that was. I just love to make people laugh. You know, my my teachers and parents weren't too crazy about it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> look well, at when, me now. Well, then, how did you become a working comic? What, what were you doing before comedy? And oh, I was, was driving a tractor trailer really? and loading loading freight on trucks on the docks. Like I was breaking my back. You know. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, I just started, I go, man, there's got to be an easier way, you know? And then, uh, then I was going to do, uh, my buddy told me they were having tryouts for, to be a Pope, you know, be a Pope. Okay. And, uh, they were having tryouts in New Jersey. So I sent in like the 50 bucks and I filled out the application. But, uh, then I started getting, you know, parts and stuff on TV. So I go, ah, maybe I'll be the Pope later <laughs> on, you know, okay. like when it could comedy. <laughs> well, you had, but you were authentic in that you were this blue collar guy. And when well, somebody yeah. wanted that for a role, you were the perfect guy to do it because you live that life. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. You know, grew up on the South Side and mm. lived by the stockyards and just, it was all blue collar, hard like You know, the, my best followings that I have, mm -hmm. Detroit is the same. Like, Detroit's yeah. a blue collar, oh, yeah. hard working city. Mm -hmm. Cleveland, that whole Rust Belt, you yeah. know, like Pittsburgh. And that's where I have like the my the best fans in the world are in those cities. And because people tell me, they go, Where, where's your favorite place? And when I tell them like Detroit and Cleveland, <laughs> they go, are you kidding me? I, go, I swear to God, like, yeah, I just, uh, they just adopted me there. You know, yeah. every time I come there, they're like, hey, you know, they bring me food to eat. They're like, hey, you know, can you, can you get rid of this gun for me? <laughs> Such I, I see you in your Detroit uh, memorous merchandise, your shirts on your yeah, Instagram. We're, you know, every time I come to Detroit, uh, people bring me out a they'll bring me out a t shirt oh. to wear, like with something with Detroit on there. You know, yeah. Well, people, I got a roof for them this year because the Bears are <laughs> sucking ass. <laughs> well, they almost beat our Lions, and then we had to. Do this yeah, well, we almost beat about eight other teams too. That didn't, that didn't work out too well. Well, you can't. You, the thing is, and I, I talk to other comics on this show, you know, from out of town, and and they all tell me that you pretty much have to root for the Lions because they've been, you know, they've been the the the, oh, you know, the doormat for years. It was, I think it would do just so much for civic pride too, yeah. you know, like just for the whole city for, you know, I, I always, I always rooted for like, I'm not one of those guys. Like if, uh, you know, you hate the other teams in your division, like, mm -hmm. because every time I would pull for someone else in our division, you know, like mm -hmm. the, the Lions or Minnesota or the Packers or whatever, but I don't know, not so much the Packers anymore. I'm glad they, <laughs> They had their turn, right? Right. We, Detroit and Chicago can get together and hate the Packers. That's the one thing we can agree on. There we go. That's it. Yeah, we got to we got to play you guys again. We're playing Minnesota tonight, which okay, we'll probably lose, and then we got to <laughs> buy, and then we got to play you guys again. Yeah, but you'll host that game though. It'll be at Soldier Field, and it'll be yeah, cold. It'll be forty below. It'll yeah. be good. Yeah, <laughs> we're good at forty below. We're not. <laughs> yeah. I think, and that's what they say about the line. The lines have been bad because they've always played indoors and they can't travel to cold weather and play well. And teams that come here have this great week because they're indoors. Uh, so that's one of the theories. 
Yeah. <laughs> Something's got to explain why we suck so bad. Well, a lot of people lost up in Green Bay because, yeah. you know, it was yeah, like Tampa when the southern teams go yeah. up there, you know. It's hard. We make yeah. it easy. Got a nice, yeah. cushy stadium in that Ford Field. So, although it's loud, yeah. that's the other thing they do say it's loud. Yeah. I remember Mark Ridley. He used to take me to the old, uh, we went to the old uh, Silverdome. Yeah. Pontiac. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Elvis played in there, man. Yeah, that place was cool. I saw the Rolling Stones there. I saw a bunch of stuff there. But those Lions games were wild because, like, in the fourth quarter, everyone would start fighting. Like, just a must. (laughs) Like, the game sucked. Guys would just feel like you'd watch Barry Sanders for three quarters, and that was cool. And then the fourth quarter, everyone started fighting. Oh, man. Those are my Silverdome memories. (laughs) They blew that joint up too. You guys are like blowing stuff yeah. up up there. I noticed. Right. <laughs> if you go, if you go to the Silverdome right now, if you go to where it was, it is now an Amazon Depot. Or Holy cow! It. Amazon thing, yeah. They got them all over. They're like Starbucks. They're yeah. like every three blocks yeah. now. And they, they 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 tore that down. Put up an Amazon. They tore down one of our uh, horse tracks not far from the club. The uh, Hazel Park Raceway, and that is all now an Amazon place as well. Wow! Well, the Bears bought that Arlington Heights. They used to be a beautiful racetrack, yeah. and the Bears bought that, and they're you, you know make a stadium there. Yeah, okay. that's what they said, but it's it's good to get out. of The city's getting bad over here, man. Crazy. Yeah, I, I enjoy Chicago. I haven't been there. It's been a couple of years, but. Uh, no, bring a gun when you come. Wear a vest. People from Detroit, you know, we don't really worry about traffic. Like, we're from oh, Detroit. Guys. We don't. We're not worried about Chicago. You're from. It's like the old home yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I ride the New York City subway. I don't give a shit. It's it's fine. Yeah. I'm from Detroit. You know, it's so funny. Every time, like, uh, you drive past a prison, they always have those signs up there. That says, "Do not pick up hitchhikers." Yeah. Like you really need, like if you're driving on the road and and you you know you see a guy running in a bright orange Department of Corrections <laughs> jumpsuit, like are you gonna give him a ride? Like do you really need that sign? Yeah, probably I never not. Got it. Yeah. Huh? Well, that's that's if somebody's picking. Somebody wants to do a good deed to somebody. Yeah. You ever see a guy running in handcuffs and like a striped <laughs> shirt with numbers on there? He's. It's not a referee. Well. I mean, I don't know. These guys, people keep escaping from prisons. Is that, <laughs> isn't that crazy that it, we, we haven't figured that out yet? The guy walked up the wall. Do you remember that guy? That was yeah. this year. Well, I think when you got that wall. much time on your hands, you can figure <laughs> stuff out, right? You got nothing else to well, do. That was, uh, probably our greatest comedian is currently serving a long sentence. Who's that? I don't know, but he's probably writing good stuff. He's got nothing else to do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I said he meant like there's a no, I don't like know. somebody. Well, Tim Allen was in jail before he did comedy. Yeah. Maybe he wrote his stuff there. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know Tim I love a little Tim. bit, right? Yeah. Oh, I, absolutely. He put me in two of his movies, man. That's great. He got me two small parts. Yeah. And every year I, I would uh, email him when I go to Lions Suck and he would hit <laughs> me back at F you and the Bears. <laughs> but I couldn't do it this year. I couldn't. Yeah, you can't. I had to pass. <laughs> well, I'm sure he misses that. <laughs> yeah. He's He's been good to me. He's yeah. a good dude. He's good. You know? I mean, people that come to our club, always that's the first thing they ask about. Oh, Tim Allen used to play here. He used to do the yeah, yeah, yeah. We met, you know. He did a yeah. show. He did a show for us a few years. He did a warm up show. 
he had a corporate and he wanted to warm up and he said, don't tell anyone I'm coming. Oh, but so what Mark Ridley did very smartly said, hey, if you guys want to come tonight, like he invited all of our vendors and people that have been friends of the club for a long time. He said, I'll charge you three bucks to get in. I can't tell you who's playing. And we packed the joint and Tim did a show. It was great. Holy cow. Yeah. Wow. Mm hmm. Did he give Tim the three bucks? <laughs> Not sure where the three dollars went. But here's the thing. Here's how you know Tim Allen's got money. I'll, I'll I'll share this with you, and we'll let you go. So he comes in. It's the first comic I've ever seen walk into the club, and you know, say hi to me, and they say I had a bill at the door, and everybody, well, I'm saying mm-hmm. hi. And he says, uh, and I, Tim, I say hi to Tim, and the next guy behind him, I shake his hand. I said, oh hi, I'm Joel. What do you do? And he goes, oh, I'm Tim's pilot. Holy cow. <laughs> Wow. So that's, I mean, that was a first for me to go, oh, yeah, the pilot. Okay. Yeah. I'm, nice. I work with Ron White a lot. Well, yeah. he, he, he came out of retirement. He was retired oh, for a little okay. bit, but we're, I'm doing New Year's Eve and a couple other places. And he's got his own plane. Yeah. And pilots on call. And right. he's got a, a tour bus. And yeah, like, he, had his, cow. he played with, he came, it was, <laughs> we were just coming out of the pandemic. And again, he wanted to warm up. So we mm-hmm. booked him and he came on his bus. Oh, with the tequila brand on the side, you know he's got yeah, his own tequila. Yeah, yeah, that's right. good stuff. Yeah, you know Lowell Sanders opens for Tim all the time oh, in yeah. Vegas. Well, I know Lowell well from from here too. Yeah, he's yeah, got, he got a great legacy at the Comedy Castle. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, wasn't Kenny? Uh, what was his name? He was a cop. He. Uh, I can't think of his last name. There was a lot of funny guys came out of Detroit. Yeah, that early comedy castle. It was, you know, we just had Mike Binder at the club a few weeks ago doing. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Dave Coulier started here. And uh, even, you know, Bob Saget, uh, you know, his connection uh, to our club was, you know, way before Full House is that it was Dave Coulier's buddy from L.A. Oh, And so Bob would come in when he was starting out and headline our club. Uh, he was the nicest guy, man. You know, it? like yeah. his act was so different than, yeah. you know, what uh, his TV show yeah. was. But uh, he he was a good dude. And Louis Anderson, yeah, Norm McDonald, man. Yeah. Well, those guys have all played our club and I met them and they were great guys. Yeah. yeah. We lost some big guns, man. It's kind of yeah. sad, you know. Well, we're like, only here. Yeah. That's why people need to come this weekend and see Rocky before. Yeah, you got to laugh. You got to laugh. You got to do know? it. It's the holidays. Bring your family. You got a family friendly show. Would you say that's the case? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm not dirty. You can bring grandma friend. to the show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She can take a nap during the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm low key. <laughs> that's no. it. All right, Rocky. Well, we'll see you this weekend. I'm really excited. And uh, there's going to be great shows. And uh, you're always good at the castle. People always come out for you. I love it, man. That's my favorite place to go. I'm (laughs) telling you, I don't, I'm not just saying that, you know, I just, uh, the people there, you guys take care of me and I, uh, I enjoy coming there. All right, Rocky, you're one of our favorites. We'll see you this weekend. Get your tickets for Rocky Laporte, people. Come on. Thanks, Joel. See you soon, buddy. Take care, man. All right. Bye. Bye. I think that's Kevin is who he was talking about. Kevin, the old room manager who was a cop who worked for years at the Comedy Castle. It was a funny comic, too. But I, I, I sort of blanked in the moment. But listening back to this, yes, he's talking about Kevin Wheeler. Shout out to Kevin if you're listening. But what a fun interview, man. Rocky Laporte, again, bring the family, bring grandma. It's a clean show. 
He's uh, he has dumb jokes. He you you know the joke you know the comic smart when the jokes are dumb, and that's kind of how Rocky works. He's he's brilliant. We love him. He's been at the club. You hear it for years and years, and uh, it's going to be a great weekend. So please come out. Please come out. We got Hip Prop Sunday, uh, Rocky, all for five shows. Come on out. Going to be a great week at the Comedy Castle. So thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks again. Check us out on Instagram. We are on that. We are also on the Facebook. You can add us. I think it's Comedy Castle Pod on both of those is our little handle if you can't find it. I should have that on ComedyCastlePodcast.com. I'll make a note to myself and add that there. And, of course, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts, you can get the Comedy Castle Podcast. So thanks again for listening. Come check us out this weekend. Rocky Laporte's there. We'll catch you next week, guys. Bye-bye.